Mr. Turner, that you have been arrested for driving under the influence of an alcoholic beverage? I understand beverage? I've been driving under the motherfucking influence, but I understand that I wasn't also driving. I wasn't driving. I guess who you got the motherfucking camera shining on me. Sir? Hey, well, hey, well, I'm, uh, well, I'm going to tell you just like this. I'm, uh, I'm going to tell you just like this. I might, I'm drunk. Yeah, I've been drinking, but I wasn't driving. The motherfucking officer, he saw a motherfucker jump in my lap, and I told her to get off, and she got off, and he stopped me. Sir? I'm guiding the car. Hey, I don't want to hear that shit. Hey, I don't even, even want to hear it. Hey, Sir? whatever you have to do, you do the motherfucking shit. The motherfucker, hey. He Mr. Must Turner. Be, hey, she must be getting him some pussy or Mr. Stuff. Turner. I don't even want to hear that shit. Hey. Where, Mr. Where, Turner. Where? Are you going to do the physical performance test? Well, I'll do the physical performance test, but like I said, I was drinking, but I wasn't motherfucking driving. Sir? The motherfucker can... say what he wanted, motherfucker. Are you going to, say. to do the physical hey, performance test? Hey, you see what test? I say? Put your head back and close your eyes. You close your eyes? Sir, I'm not Bro, doing hey, the test. Well, you close your motherfucking eyes. Sir. Huh? Tilt your head back if and you close, can't your, close eyes. your eyes. Why I got to close my Because you eyes. are the one that's taking the test. Huh? Tilt your head back and close your eyes. Did you tilt Sir, your head back and close your eyes? Tilt your head back and close your eyes. Did you drop? Sir, are you refusing this test? No. Yeah, I'm refusing the motherfucking test. All right, he refuses the I'm testing. The you. Sir, sir, don't yell. Come back here, sir. I'm telling the motherfucker I wasn't driving. I know I wasn't driving. Fine. That concludes the physical portion of the video. The time is 5.35. Maybe have the arresting deputy, please. I told him I might be motherfucking drunk. I know I wasn't motherfucking driving. Go on and put, go on and put the handcuffs on me, man. I, hey, fuck this shit. I don't want no goddamn shit. Hey, fuck this dumb shit. Put the handcuffs on me, man. You've been arrested for driving while intoxicated, driving while under the influence of alcoholic beverages, model glue. I refuse to answer any question on the ground that they may incriminate me. Your intestines are both. I refuse to answer any questions under the grounds that they have made incriminate me. I refuse to answer any questions under the grounds that they may incriminate me. One year, if your driving privilege has been previously suspended as a result of a refusal to submit to such test, test, your refusal to submit to a chemical urine is admissible into evidence against you in any criminal proceeding. You understand what I read to you? Hell no, but I refuse to answer any questions under the grounds that they may incriminate me. You want me to explain this to you? No, hell no. You explain them to my motherfucking lawyer. You realize you're You explain them to my lawyer. We'll be suspended, right? You realize that, right? Oh, man. Refuse to take the breath. Hey, man, my license is already... Now, this right here is real nonsense, man. That's the classic Mr. Turner DUI. Oh, man, that was a little lengthy, but... It started getting funny, man. It started getting funny. It brought back a little... A little bit of old times. Man, action-packed show. Uh, doing a morning drive. It's 6 a.m. where I'm at. Uh, kind of woke up. Didn't wake up early for this reason, but um, ended up waking up a little sooner than I had to. And Something was just calling me, man, saying, go ahead and get on there and uh, go ahead and put down the, the thoughts and, and, and uh, reactions to what went on yesterday monumental day in sports yesterday um sit tight this is just a soft intro we'll come back we'll be ready firing on all cylinders talking russell wilson the nine-time uh nfl pro bowl quarterback super bowl winning quarterback formerly 
of the Seattle Seahawks has been traded to the Denver Broncos. Broncos gave up picks and players to receive Wilson. Uh, and uh, really want to look more at the ripple effect that that caused on the surface. Um, we are going to look at who won and lost that trade and then spin it to this. Where's that lead the commanders? Where's that leave the home team? Where does that leave the good guys? And then also what became blaring, glaringly apparent about the commander's situation. That we can't shop at the high-end retailers. We're at Ross. We've, we've made it blatantly uh, obvious. And then more and more reports are coming out. I got reports today that Jimmy G would activate his no-trade clause if the commanders were the destination to be traded to. Jimmy G don't want you. Um, I don't know what we're shopping at anymore. I thought we were shopping at one of those high-end chains. Or, or I thought we were at least allowed. Maybe that was, that's more it. I thought we were allowed to be at those high-end chains. And I thought we were allowed to kick the tires on, on some merchandise. And not so much. We're at a foreign uh, Mercedes-Benz dealership. And uh, they've already ran our credit report. And, and, and no one wants to help us. No one wants to waste their time and help us. They'll let us look. We can walk around. They're a little more uncomfortable now that we're touching stuff. And that's Washington, but I digress. Uh, sit tight, come back in, hard intro, real nonsense. First morning show. Shit, on oh my vibe, on oh my vibe, I be drinking. Every time, every time, why we do this? Spin my mind on my grind, I'm not selfish. We break up, then make up, we can't help it I've been sipping, I've been popping everything Let's save some time, we ain't gotta tell no names They say they want a real one, they say they want a real one to make them feel ya Feel ya Feel ya Alright, real nonsense Bring it back, show you want, show you need Flim Morning drive I'm gonna bring you that same heat though I feel like Stack's gonna chime in Yeah, it's too big of a sporting event It's too big of a uh, Sports day yesterday uh, For him not to, I think, give his two cents Nevertheless, though, right now you got me. Man, uh, what a day yesterday. In case you've been under a rock, I'm sure you know, but uh, Russell Wilson, quarterback, Seattle Seahawks, gets traded to the Denver Broncos. Broncos give up two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and a, I want to say a third-round, no, fifth-round pick, two players, a defensive lineman, also tight end Noah Fant, 
to the Seattle Seahawks, who receive uh, Seahawks receive those picks and uh, players, while Seahawks give up and the Broncos receive Russell Wilson and a fifth round pick from Seattle. So, where's that leave everybody else? Denver was. Let's let's look at the optics of this first. The optics of this trade. Washington's made it a a point to let the entire league know that they've been aggressively shopping for an improvement at quarterback. And they made it apparent by using the media and letting everyone know that they've kicked the tires on every single possibility when it comes to upgrading at quarterback, starting from the creme de la crims, the top-tier guys, then moving on down. We're having trouble. It's coming out that Nobody wants to play here. As more time unfolds, Trubisky's leaning towards the Giants. And all this is reporting from yesterday. Trubisky is looking away at us, saying, nah, I think I got some better options, better opportunities. Washington wouldn't be my ideal landing spot. Jimmy G, the guy who everyone likes to rag on, came out yesterday. He'd activate his no trade. Surprising, I didn't realize Jimmy G had a no trades clause, but he'd activate his no trade clause option in his contract if threatened with the idea of being traded to Washington. Come on, man. These are tier two guys. Where are we shopping if we can't get tier two guys? That Deshaun Watson reportedly doesn't want anything to do with us. It's obvious now. Russell Wilson didn't want anything to do with us. I think Stacks will, Stacks will break that point down greater, how that really makes us look. Aaron Rodgers, obviously. Didn't want anything to do with us. Good good players don't want to play here. Average players don't want to play here. And it's not just quarterbacks. It's going back to to Amari Cooper last year, uh, a few years ago. Guys don't want to play for us. <coughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. I. I really didn't understand how difficult restoring this franchise to even a respectable state was going to be. I. I drastically underestimated. How setting this franchise up 
for success. Uh, was going to be this uphill climb. Was going to be this amazing uphill battle. We're shopping cars. And we just came. I don't know. It's like, but it's the problem. We know our credit report. We just came from the high-end dealership. No love there. Good luck there. And we'll be in touch. Then we leave. And we go to the mid the mid-level dealership. No luck there. We don't have good enough credit for a middle of the line car. I don't even know if we're Eastern Motors. I don't know if we're Johnny Jews, lemon juice squeezing, believe in our restoration process type of car dealerships. I think that's where we're hanging out at. We're buying refurbished vehicles. We're buying compact vehicles. And then we're still overpaying for them. Because of the bed we made. Because we got to sleep in the bed we've made. Because our leaders can't be trusted with the future and a player's career. No one's going to fuck around with us. While we get our shit together. Nobody wants to date us. No dealer wants to do business with us. We're a dreg of a billion dollar entity. We're a bum leg on a billion dollar product. In a major city. Major media market. Major city. And we can't attract players. It's ridiculous. We're shopping at discount grocery stores. Our money's no good. We got the same money that everybody else has. But it's our reputation. It's who we've been. It's our ability to show we're enabled to elevate over. The incompetence that we've shown week in and week out. We're incapable of elevating beyond mediocrity. No one trusts us. No one trusts us. Even if we offer them a ton of money. And I I don't blame them. This isn't me even remotely feeling like those sentiments are wrong. They're not. You just look at the track record. You look at the guys who come here. It's it's oftentimes unceremonious. Even Alex Smith, who came here, ended up almost losing his life. It's, you can't blame that on the team, per se. But those are the realities of the team. Fitzpatrick comes here, breaks his freaking hip. Guys that decide to choose us usually burns them in some way, shape, or form, some facet. 
Not to mention you're going to come to a place that doesn't even have strong leadership. That doesn't have your back when it counts, where it counts. That you'd be out there doing your job Sunday in and Sunday out. And you know that the higher ups and the people you're hoping are doing their job really aren't. So I get why guys, especially guys that are in the prime of their careers, aren't thinking here. Aren't thinking this would be a great place to settle down. It's be an awful place to settle down. Be awful answering the questions you got to answer week in and week out. It'd be awful answering questions for your boss and on their behalf. Who wants to deal with that? While also studying and staying sharp? Also perfecting your craft? You got to damn near become a legal uh, analyst? You got to damn near become a lawyer every freaking time you step to a podium? Yeah, I, I get why. You just take less a headache. They got to figure something out. This is a slow process. There's no rebuild under Ron. Ron was the demolition crew. And I'm starting to further see that now. Ron was the first adult we got in here to knock all the buildings down. And we looked at our contract now and realized we got to hire builders. He's like, yeah. My, my company? Yeah, all we do is come and level the land. That's it. Yeah, we don't build, sir. We don't build anything. We make the problems go away. We start you with a fresh new canvas. And you go ahead and build something. Because he's not going to be here long enough to build and really make change. He should be able to hang his hat on, which is sad. Which is really sad. But the reality is he should be able to hang his hat on, you know what, I at least got them headed in the right direction. I was able to put a put a um, put a patch over all the shenanigans and the and the ineptitude. Bring some maturity to that place and some professionalism. Now the building part is going to have to come from somebody else. Which, which, realistically, not thinking down the fans' uh, perspective, where I'm looking year to year. I mean, that was probably the plan all along. We'll bring in an adult. We'll clear up a lot of this BS that's surrounding us. And then if we want to go attack young, spry, offensive mind, what's like really, really going and what's really uh, the trend right now in the league, we'll be able to do that. Ron will be a fall guy. Ron will have to lay on the sword. And trust that what he puts in place. Now, maybe it's the only thing I can think. He's grooming someone on his staff. Scott Turner. I, I don't know. That'd be kind of ideal. Because I don't even trust us going outside of our building, looking at and assessing talent. I don't. We let McVeigh come in and leave out. Shanahan come in and leave out. LaFleur come in and leave out. O'Connell come in and leave out. All these guys are head coaches. Good head coaches. Three Super Bowl appearances between all of them. Multiple playoff appearances between all of them. What they come to Washington to do? Come here, learn, and leave. 
So hopefully we could get some homegrown talent, promote that young person, ideally to the head coaching job, and then start winning, then start trending in the right direction, then be in a place people want to come. It's not sexy to come here, not as a quarterback. You got an old defensive father. You got a guy from the 85 Bears running that organization. You think I'm? You think me and him have similar offensive ideas? You think me and him are going to be getting creative every Wednesday sitting at the table game planning? So I get it. I get it. Break. Uh, come back. I want to talk to this Brittany Griner situation. I don't know what that girl's thinking. I mean, she's got herself in a situation now. It's more than a situation. She's a political prisoner. She's a political prisoner in Russia. Over vape cartridges. You probably feel where I'm going with this. Don't go nowhere. Bringing you, bringing you commanders, bringing that commanders, man. So report from uh, John Standing. 1067 the fan says uh Deshaun Watson is interested in um possibly being a commander. That's super tone down. But is it is it his fault? We're gonna talk Brittany Griner. But um, right now, talk a little Deshaun Watson. Is it his fault for trying to get a job? Because I was listening to the radio take of it. And people were, not even people, EB was putting more of the blame on Watson, I feel like. Let me say this. He's not charged with anything criminal. That has to matter. We're not even talking about a criminal. We're talking about a guy just walking around. <laughs> like we're not we're not even talking about a criminal, first of all. But the allegations that are against him are definitely lewd. 
and uh, the, those are definitely lewd and not common. And I'm not uh, going to sit here and say that those are acceptable. But, again, there are no criminal allegations. He's a carbon copy of Dan Snyder. He's a guy that just meddles in deviant behavior, seemingly, based on accusations, and uh, just doesn't quite cross that line to where it's um, overly forceful. Possibly, I. It's a lot of people. Listen, I'm not going to sit here. I don't know. I don't have all the facts in front of me. One fact I know, though, is that it's not at a criminal level. These allegations are at a civil level. So I say that to say this. How how much is Deshaun Watson responsible? Or or not even responsible, but how much is Deshaun Watson supposed to not be able to get employment again? I mean, people are, he's literally in allegations that are dealing with people trying to get at his finances. They're not seeking any, any true criminal justice. And because people are trying to attack his pockets, like a, like a, a school of piranhas. And that's definitely a school of piranhas. I forgot how many people they said, but <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, they're trying to devour his money. And I don't know if that should keep you. Now, I get it. I get the overtone, though. But that's on the organization. And that's the part I had uh, the riff with with EB. EB's feeling like Deshaun Watson coming to Washington. I, I In this regard, I could see it only in this way for him is that Deshaun is also not reading the tone. It's almost a slap in the face with Deshaun. Like, oh, yeah, you know what? <laughs> Whatever. I'll go to the team that, that supports, uh, you know, <laughs> that, that warms this kind of culture. It, it's weird. It's, uh, damn. Damn. That's the beauty of this mic. I came to this conclusion. I'm totally wrong. It's very tone deaf. And it's overly tone deaf. It's two drug addicts trying to get better together. <laughs> it's what it is. It's two places with a problem. Well, granted, he's a person. But it's two entities with a problem coming together. <laughs> Literally, that's what it is. They're uniting forces. So weird. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, I mean, the overall moral tone of it. We're not even talking football yet. We're not even talking football yet. I mean, we're just getting over racism. Now here we now here we deal with sexual injustice. Jesus. Oh my goodness, man. I just want to watch good football. Is that hard? 
Is that hard to ask for? Is that really that hard to ask for? I just want to watch good football. I just want to watch on Sundays good football. I just want to turn on the TV and feel like, you know what? We're going to roll somebody. I just, that, that's all I want. That's all I want. It's the hardest thing. Jesus. Come back, man. Talk Britney Grant. Uh, you trying to hire a guy? That's how desperate we are, man. No, I'm not. Even, I got three minutes. Look. Why? Why? Why are we the team that no one wants to come to? It's the sexual, it's the sexual uh, misconducts. Nobody can get with this brand, man. Nobody wants to come here and answer those type of questions. Nobody with an established career, man. We're going to ruin somebody, man. On, on April 28th, we're going to ruin some kid's career. <laughs> and it's not funny, but it is because it's true. We're going to ruin some kid's career on April 28th. He's going to put the fucking hat on. In four years, I'm telling you. He's coming into a defensive coach. They're going quarterback. Put the bet in now. Put that bet in now. Thank me later on that one. That's a tell. I don't know the odds on it right now, but put that bet in there. Washington goes quarterback. Get saucy in your parlay and pick the quarterback. I think it's pick it. Well, Willis will be the one coming first off the board. I hope it's pick it. Put it that way. Pick it's the only thing I could stomach. A true bridge, but at least stability. 24 3 year starter. I mean I don't I don't need a high ceiling from Pickett, I'll be honest. Look, we we getting so so selective of how we spend our first round picks and we watch Jamin Davis for a whole season do nothing necessarily productive towards wins or the point shaving on uh on odds on a, on on a Sunday. I can't I can't subscribe to that, then I, I'm not subscribing to that kind of thinking. Put the pick and pick it. And actually, that <laughs> there it is. There's the hashtag push on push. Put the pick and pick it. And I don't know why his team doesn't have. He needs, a team, but I kind of like that he doesn't have a team. That's some uh, Dwayne Haskins type of shit. That's some hey. That's some John. You know, that's some Johnny Manziel finger rubbing. Hey, look at me, kind of stuff. I feel like he is a head down kind of kid. He reminds me of Jared Goff. And I take a golf right now. Because right now, we just shopped at the best lots on the lot on the market. And nobody won. Our money's no good. We're walking around with Monopoly money. In a billion dollar league. 
We're walking around with money that's no good. We can't bribe teams into that's that's got to go away, and that's not gonna. Our money's no good. If we weren't a major city, we'd definitely be on the market for expansion. 100%. No way we're not on the market for expansion. If we were the St. Louis Commanders with our resume for 30 years, nigga. San Diego lost the football team. And they were decent. They got a 13, they got 13 and 3 seasons. AFC championship games played. And they lost the football team. Raiders lost the football team. If we weren't a major city, this team be gone. Anyway. Come back. Talk Brittany Griner. Don't go nowhere. Real nonsense. It's a small circle, we never did. I love that shirt, need the recipe. I puked you, you petty bitch. I sized your measurements. Politic, or get up, I took a whole lot of grits. I ain't stepping in no more, just shepherd kicks. I ain't spurging, I'm stacking these presidents. High-profile American detained in Russia. She was arrested at a Moscow airport last month after authorities claimed they found cannabis oil during a search of her luggage. Russian state media released this photo taken at a police station showing her holding a sign with her name on it. Her current whereabouts are unclear. Let's discuss this all with sports journalist Tamron Sproul, who created a Change.org campaign to try and secure Griner's... Man, I'm telling you. Oh, man. Listen. Griner's been over there since 2015. Not, okay. Okay, let me factually report this a little better. I'm sorry. Okay, Griner has played basketball over there since 2015. She's come back and forth to the United States. Uh, on this trip, she gets caught at uh, the airport with, like, like the dude just said, marijuana cartridges that had... Um, Marijuana in them, whatever, whatever the case. She gets called weed, uh, some weed cartridges. She's now a prisoner of war. Think about that. Think about that. Us in America. The reason that she even has to go over there is a little, little touching, because the max contract in the WNBA. Well, put it this way: Diana Taurasi was making one point five million, going over to Russia playing ball in the off season, in the WNBA off season, and going internationally one point five million, and then. The max contract in the WNBA, $275,000. 
275k is a max deal is a max deal a max deal so you got Griner going over there for 2.5 million since 2015 that part i understand Griner got to come in here for this real nonsense got to you got to sit down because I feel for you I do and I understand why a lot of people don't touch on this subject because it's, it's touchy it's heartbreaking but at the root of it it's nonsense you're coming home. You're coming home. You're trying to get to. Everyone was evacuating the country. Your reason for staying, I don't know. But it's nonsense that you packed the weed. Knowing. The policies. Again, if you hadn't been there and been playing ball and winning championships and getting paid millions since 2015, if that hadn't been happening, I'd say, well, damn, she just didn't know. She had no idea the laws and what those things entail. You're coming home. And maybe I can't tell you where you were headed. Fine. You were getting the fuck out of Russia. And instead, you packed the vapes. I, I just, I just, I can't. I don't know. I'm a regular guy. And I understand that concept. That you got to travel cleanly. You got, if I'm going through customs, you got to travel clean. International customs. I got to travel clean. And a carry-on at that. Had it in the carry-on. Could have been an accident, whatever, but that's the whole point of why it's, that's just real. That two vape cartridges turned you into a prisoner of war. Now that's real fucking nonsense. Alright. Aaron Rodgers just signed a boatload of money. Boatload of money. Shit you might care about. $200 million. $154 million guaranteed. Kobe Bryant and his team on the way out. Aaron Rodgers is 37, minimal. I think he's 38. I don't know. This, this contract basically takes him into his 40s, though. Talking about it's going to be really team-friendly. Yeah, it's team-friendly now when no one's talking about, oh, man, in, in, in two to three years, you're talking about commanding $55 million being a 40-year-old quarterback. Man, this was the most... 
weird dance I've ever seen. I mean, he begged his team to literally sit there and put every dollar they had into keeping him. And then bring his friend along. You know this? I was going to do, you know, I was going to do the shit you care about. I said, no, 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 whatever. No, no. It's Rodgers. It's Rodgers right now. $200 million, $154 million guaranteed. Aaron Rodgers. Totally crippled his team. He's a me guy. All this was over money. That's what it's telling me. I didn't see any principal thing solved. All this is over money. Oh, remember in the beginning. Oh, Aaron wants to be consulted. Aaron wants to know and things like Oh, okay. Well, Aaron wants his guys. And I'll say this. Green Bay is such a weak, 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 weak wife. I'm telling you. That's the staple on this show. That relationship analogy. But it's so, so good to sports. Aaron's really bad to his wife. Aaron's the multi-millionaire making California guy who gave, I'm using air quotes, who gave up his privilege to settle down with you. Yeah, we saw your first boyfriend. That beer drinking son of a bitch. That wild, crazy guy who only brought you one ring. That guy. Yeah, he brought you a lot of flash. He was cool around town. That's what I'm telling you. Aaron, it was an ego thing. He wanted to one-up Favre. He's always been trying to one-up Favre. Aaron ensured he would retire a Packer. But he middle-fingered both people on the way out. He said, Brett, they didn't kick me out. They tried to do what you did. But they tried to do what happened to you to me. But no, Brett, I played hardball. They love me more than you. That's all this is. Aaron's an ego guy. This is a shot at Brett Favre. This whole thing. Is Aaron's legacy. Aaron knows he doesn't have the Super Bowls. He doesn't have the playoff resumes, but neither did Brett. Packers just know good football. Packers know good football when they see good football. And they are able to get good football players. And both of those men are great football players, amazing football players, Hall of Fame football players. But this was about Aaron and Brett. This was about legacy. This was about Aaron ending as a Packer. Aaron would have left. But to the point the stacks made earlier, he couldn't leave. Couldn't leave. He really had no leverage beyond threatening to sit out or retire. He had no leverage. But the Packers can't relinquish that division to a newly head coach Vikings. 
a newly head coach, Chicago Bears, and the Detroit Lions. Packers got to show face. They got to play ball. They're in a cupcake division. They're guaranteed a playoff win. I mean, not a playoff win, but they're guaranteed a playoff berth. Packers got to play hardball. This is a window in sports. Packers can't fold. Packers can't put all that on Jordan Love. You give me Jordan Love and Justin Fields, I don't know. You give me Aaron Rodgers, Justin Fields, I know. So the the position Aaron put them in, threatening divorce, threatening leaving, flirting with other teams. Now, I'll grant it this, though. Aaron, Aaron was the ego guy. They got upset when they when they showed a little interest in, in in Jordan Love. When the Packers stepped out and thought they could get something young and sexy, Aaron found out, and Aaron didn't like that. And it was an ego thing, and that's what it made Aaron feel like. You know what? They're trying to do me like Brett Favre. They're trying to do me. Like their last guy. That's what Aaron felt like. He got his way. He retires a Packer. Who trades for that contract? Maybe it's team friendly this year. It's probably what, 30 something million? Probably brought it down to 30, 33, whatever. Some middle of the pack, top 10, something like that. Top 13. Oh, it's so team friendly. Talk to me in two years. When this nigga, they got to pay the money somewhere. The money doesn't go away. It's just not getting paid this year. The money's not going away. The money will become an issue. That's why you got Matt Ryan on the deal he's on. Making $48 million goddamn dollars. Kirk Cousins at 45. Both guys didn't touch the playoffs. So I don't know. I don't know. That dude's a bad, that's a bad relationship. They came together over money. I don't even know if it's cheaper to keep her in the the green. But you got to win. I think that's the part. You give up winning if you give up him. Yeah, you give up that lifestyle. Green Bay's that, that you know, she enjoys shopping, not having to work. You know, no owner. <laughs> she just gets to, you know, bop around town. It's a nubs town, so we're the best thing. You know, we're the best thing you've ever seen. We scored us a California, you know, California guy. Oh, yeah, it's... Green, yeah, you can't give up that lifestyle. For what, Jordan Love? Some young dude, unproven. Oh, man. <laughs> Jeez, man. Uh, anyway, uh, you know what? This whole thing just made, we're going to make a segment. Uh, We got to name it. But uh, we're going to make a. We're going to make a segment where we just 
literally analyze the relationships between the quarterbacks and the teams because it really is a dating relationship. It really is. Is it long term? Is it short? What's going on? It's such it's but it's the best way to analyze football. I, I, I swear. But anyway, we're going to make a routine segment of that. But um, Stacks will be up next. Uh, appreciate you listening. And, um, yeah, check me out, man. Uh, we talk, you listen. Also, check out Stacks Lowry Podcast. Um, you know what? No, I want to do a little more intensity and then we out because I got two minutes. I'm telling you, though. Uh, what else do I care about? What you might care about? I think that Broncos trade, who wins that? Wilson wins that. Wilson makes any team better. He made the team he was on better for a long time. Uh, Wilson wins that. Used to playing outdoors already anyway. Uh, gets a quarterback-driven franchise. Remember, John Elway is still at the head of that franchise. Gets a quarterback-driven franchise and new offensive coach to pair him with. I think Wilson wins it overall, really looking at it. Seahawks, though, get what they can use if they're smart to become a competitive franchise again. They can build stability. That's the way Carroll likes to roll anyway. Carroll likes to roll with stability. Um, We'll see how good Carroll can coach. Put it that way. We definitely will. Um, I think Broncos won that overall, but again, uh, outside of that, I think the Winter Olympics is almost over. Um... I don't know why you care about that, but <laughs> just throwing that in there. Uh, oh, the Capitals. Uh, Capitals got 22 games left. They're, they're on, I think they're the sixth seed. Uh, they're on the precipice. Ovi's back, though. Uh, they're firing on all cylinders. They did win their last game. Um, so just keep a lookout on the Capitals. Willie's have playoff. Uh sports to look at with them won't have any baseball but uh anyway with that uh that's a sign i need to get out of here so appreciate you listening and uh i'll catch you on the other i don't know anyway stacks up next